El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. And then I would come on this show to defend those opinions. You know how it used to work. Joining me today, he's my co-host on this podcast from time to time. He is the co-host of a podcast called Tom and Jeff Watch Batman. He's also the host of a podcast called Jeff Has Cool Friends. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff May. Also joining me, he is a mountain of a man and a fantastic comedian who you can hear doing ringside stuff at a show called Wrestling Pro Wrestling. I think that's what it's called. You know, back when live events are allowed again. Boy, this was a disaster. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric Barnes. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Jeff, stop it. Stop what? What? You're mocking me. I would never. At when? You're being when, a, you're being a mocking, mocking bird. Mock. That's Jeff. Yeah. Jeff's here. Yeah. Jeff, how's it going? Bird. You know what, yeah. Adam? Things are great. Great, 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 great. How are you? Oh, I am wonderful, especially because... We have a guest back after a while. It's been a while since yeah. Eric Barnes has been Greater on the podcast. Barrow. Hey, thank you for having me back. It has been, it's been too long, I'll it's say. It's been a while. I'll say. It's been a while. Eric, how's it going? Oh, life is just an existential hell, but I'm doing what I can, like everyone else in the world. Amen to that. Yeah. Pe- people, Amen. people are familiar with Eric Barnes. He's been on the podcast before. He's a comedian. He's a mountain of a man. Everyone knows gives, Eric. Give man killer, town. killer hugs. Killer hugs. Oh, well, that's very kind to say. Remember to hugs? Hear. Remember, yeah. I, I, I'm beginning. I, yeah. Uh, I almost forgot about them They're weird. for a long time. They're weird. It's like the movies. Like you have a vague memory of them and like you can enjoy them when the company of people that you've been in contact with, but you don't actually know what they're like in public. Yeah. But at the same time, when it comes to movies, it's not like there's hbo max but for hugs though mm. you know the h stands for hugs yeah it's mm. the hug box office yeah hug box office it's not tv because tv can't hug you no it's hbo <laughs> no. correct so we're doing a local news roundup episode this week i love doing these sometimes yeah. i don't feel like deep diving into one single story so, so we, we need to relax sometimes we call these the tone lokes do we because they're the local Oh, okay. The Tone Lokes. Yeah, that is what look, we call them. Check I forgot. Out I just the, forgot, Jeff. I forgot. All, mm-hmm. all the wild things that are going around across the country <laughs> in the old uh, Tone Lokes. Oh, that is funky cold Medina, Jeff. That is in Saudi Arabia, so it's not as local. <laughs> Should we get right to it? We got a lot to cover, and it's all very important. Yes. 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 Like this Atlanta woman who put a fake boot on her car so people would stop stealing it. This is weird that it's news. It's yeah. Yeah, this isn't how you conduct a covert operation. You don't 
trick the thieves by putting a fake boot on your car, then run to the local news and say, I put a fake boot on my car. Even though she says in the story, well, it doesn't matter. I'm moving. Are you moving today? Because if not, I'm going to see this news report. And as a car thief, I will go find your stupid car and steal it again. Yeah. What if the car thieves are us that saw this local news story and you moved to Los Angeles? Now what are you going to do? Yeah, us now the we're going to steal your fake ass boot. Yeah, your yeah. pretty hippie flowered boot. So a woman named Janet Clements, her car got stolen twice recently, recovered both times, which that's surprising. It's, it's a real c- curveball and a bit of an insult. Mm. A little bit. It's kind of a shitty car, though. I feel yeah, like it's like- the kind of car you'd steal it and get about a mile in and be like, mm, I made a mistake. Yeah, yeah, it's more, I bet they're just using it like an Uber. Probably. They're just like, like I gotta go 10 blocks, man. I got all these groceries. I'm just gonna steal this fucking car. Yeah. And I get the sense she has a very stealable car. Because an older car is gonna be easier to steal than a newer car. And oh, yeah, then there's like some a, yeah. older cars that are just easier to steal than others. Yeah, it's like a 98 Accord. And yeah. everyone's just like, you know what? Just, just have it. <laughs> she bought this thing, this fake boot on Amazon for $30. This is why I don't know why this is news. If you are using something that you just bought on Amazon as like your big deterrent, this shouldn't make it into the local news. This yeah, is, I think it's just local local woman uses product. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what the story is. That's legitimately what the story is. I think the real story is Amazon has too many random ass things that it's allowed to sell. If anything, I would agree it, with that. Yeah, there's some shit on Amazon. Yeah, there's some wild it, shit on Amazon. But fucking nuts. I feel like I've seen someone using one of these because when the studio was in Burbank, there was a 7-Eleven right up the street and I would go to 7-Eleven kind of frequently. And there was always this small silver car that always had a boot on it, but it was also always parked in a different location. Uh, so I feel like smart. Yeah, I feel like they were signaling to ticket givers that, hey, I already got the boot. Sorry. Well, that's that's why I would get the boot would be to prevent uh, parking tickets. Yes, that raises my first concern with this story. She bought this $30 boot from Amazon and then she paints it in this crazy De La Soul floral pattern to make it not look like the boot that the city uses. I think it's probably to avoid a ticket for falsifying yeah. like a government thing especially in an area like atlanta and especially if she's in a neighborhood that is we'll just say over policed a little bit a lot of people looking for a reason so she's probably just trying to make sure that she's covering her bases they are going through quite the surge in auto thefts there have been a thousand in atlanta so far this year which is up 31 percent from last year well you weren't going to steal them last year yeah where are you going to go yeah. Stay-at-home orders. Of, yeah, you're one of the eight cars on the street. That's you're why rental not- cars are so hard to find now. People are just stealing them now, back on That's the road. Awesome. Also, how is this making it harder to steal her car? She says that in the thing. She says it's going to make it harder. And no, it's not. It's the minute someone realizes that thing is fake, you're back to square one. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if you know a lot about fake boot technology. But I do not. For, for all I know, it's like... If I saw that, it could be a real boot that somebody has the key to that they can just remove. Yeah. It's like the club. Yeah. It's just like the visual version of the club. Yeah. Uh, in that regard, she probably should have just gotten the club. Yeah, that seems like it would be a better deterrent. I think, well, when it comes to the club, it's since it's been around for quite some time, there are ways to work around to unlock the club. And I don't know, maybe people can look up on, there's probably a YouTube how-to video to how to unclub the club that they can mm. watch as they are 
stealing this car that is worth less than the very phone that they're using. It, it but, seems this seems know. like more like this kind of car. It seems like a shoplifting situation where you're not going to be spending too much time on the shoplifting. You're just going to grab something yeah. and go. Yeah. Whereas this car, like, I doubt if somebody sees the club, they're just like, all right, it's locked. Move on to the next one. Well, yeah. same concept with this boot, I would presume. Well, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, yeah. I would say that the boot is there because it's just it becomes not worth the effort. Yeah. To steal a fucking a, an 89 Ford Taurus. So know, now, like, now Jeff is even more right. This is just an article about someone using the club, but yeah. one that you put on your wheel instead yeah. of your steering wheel. This article is woman uses product. <laughs> That's all it is. And then it's it's woman mods product. Did we do any deep research to see if this news station was sponsored by the makers of <laughs> the this boot? boot company? <laughs> yeah. In a surprisingly effective move, Janet <laughs> Clements was smart enough to buy this fantastic fake boot from fakeboot.com. Man, fake I'm going to get one for all two of my vehicles at home. We make bike boots. Oh, wow, for the kids. It's like an 80-pound bike boot you got to carry with you whenever you're on your stupid bicycle. Speaking and of they the, still steal the bike, they just leave the tire there like they do with everything else. Speaking of removing the club or being able to circumvent it, there was this really fun scandal that happened a few years ago. You know those bike locks that are like a U-shape and then you attach them to a bar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those were like the most trusted bike locks forever. And eventually it leaked on the internet that you could unlock any of them with a pen cap. You just took a big pen cap tear that little tab off so it's just the round part jam that in and turn it it would open any of those locks as long as you bought them before because once they realized it they like modified them so you can't do it anymore but there was a point in history where you could steal any bike locked up with one of those with a big pen cap I, I, I don't hate it i do love that it's just that she, her car kept getting stolen and it just reminds me of there was this asshole teacher in our neighborhood in our town and like everybody hated him because he was a complete asshole and he had this huge fence around his house like his whole play it was like fenced up with, so my friends would just start putting stuff over the fence and like leaving him like <laughs> tributes like it would be like a trash bag filled with old lady sweaters or like or like just like a hammer like it was always just like items that they would leave and then one time one of my friends was driving by to see that he was putting up a video camera <laughs> and so they snuck behind and took the camera down and put it over the fence <laughs> That's great. Because it was like in the woods across the street. And so they saw it. So they went through the woods <laughs> to take down the camera and then just put it back over. And it is to date one of the funniest pranks I've ever heard in my life. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty great. Someone should just steal this boot. That's what I would mm. do. If I saw this news story and drove past that car, I'd be like, I'm taking that boot. I think one of the things is, is that the people that make these Amazon boots have lost out on a, possibly more sales by not customizing them like this woman did. Like, I would, you know, get one with, like, the Batman symbol on yeah. there. or a little Star we, Wars boot. Yeah. yeah. Or the other thing you could do is you could create a sister company that's, that is a boot customizer, sort of like those, like, we'll fix your iPhone kiosks. Mm. There's the you idea. Know? And they sell, like, little phone cases and stuff. You could sell boot cases at the mall. <laughs> you could have some aggressive gentleman come up to you and be like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Do you have a boot in your car? <laughs> smell this. Smell this boot spray. Smell, <laughs> smell, the, smell it. Oof. I got sold a head massager that way at the Mall of America once. Cute Israeli girl just walked up and put that thing on my head. And I was like, oh, give me That's two of those. That's technically assault. <laughs> it was 
that's the kind of assault I sign up for, pal. An Israeli assault? Yeah, Israeli assault. Yeah. That's, yeah. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Mossad. I think we need to edit out Jeff's proclamation and start monetizing this idea for boot customization <laughs> ourselves. The official Unpops fake boot store. <laughs> yeah. Boothead. Save 15%. Get Aaron Rodgers on your boot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's move on to this next story. We got two stories in a row from Texas because Texas is crazy, man. Mm. This first one, state Senate is pushing a bill that would allow people to carry unlicensed handguns without a background check or training. This is for white people. It sure is for white people. This is important to know. In this very news segment, you know how local news, they can't show anyone from like the neck up. Yeah. Every single person that was anonymously was shown, shown in the was a yeah. heavy set white guy. Yeah. With a gun oh, belt. In Texas? Every single one. Get yeah. out of here. Well, like you said, it's clear who this law is for. I think one I, of them was Joe Rogan. Can't confirm, but. I would like to say that I think it is very funny that these guys are so paranoid about the fact that they need guns, and yet none of them can shoot heart disease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Texas yet. already has some of the loosest gun laws. In the nation. It's like, what did you guys need more of? The fact that they're like, oh, we need to make it so that unlicensed people can feel more comfortable carrying their guns. Mm -hmm. It's like, I feel like that's one of the ones that you shouldn't have gone too far to allow. Uh, Two years from now, they'll have like government mandated monthly bullet allowances. You'll just get them in the mail. To the bullet farmer. Mm -hmm. And it sounds extreme when we say unlicensed no background checks, no training. But the no background checks and no training are already law in Texas. They've, they've just been hesitant to add the no license thing. And now, because this is the perfect time, the nation as a whole is at a really chill place. So perfect time to take that licensing requirement out too. No, it's probably best because we need to get caught up on school shootings. True. We're, we're <laughs> yeah, lagging we're, behind. So we, we really are lagging behind here. Like, we we have a lot of catching up to do. A year's worth? Yeah. All those dead kids. Texas, you need to make up for it. Yeah. Yeah, they, they got to be missing out. Yeah, even fucking law enforcement is opposed to this for obvious well, yeah. reasons. <laughs> yeah, well... That means the oh no the citizenship are just as violent and powerful as we are. Yeah, oh that's, the only, that's the only reason I would like it. Yeah, yeah. Law they, enforcement's uncomfortable about it. Yeah, law enforcement. They basically issued a statement and were like, you know, there's a shooting at a Walmart in El Paso not too long ago. That was a thing. But also, you could also already carry an unlicensed rifle in Texas, just not an unlicensed handgun. I guess, I mean, that's like I'm a hunting thing. I'm guessing. Is it or is it a? I mean, I mean mass it, protest. At the state capitol thing. Yeah, no kidding, right? I mean, it depends. It's just hunting rifle. It's not specifying what they are hunting and who. So Children at school. Third yeah. graders. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. This law mm. would not prevent businesses from banning guns on their property, which is some bullshit. If I can't take a gun to Hooters, where am I supposed to take a gun? You know? You should only have a gun at Hooters. Yeah. That is the only place I carry my they gun. They should serve guns at Hooters. <laughs> they probably they, do. They kind of do, if you know what I'm talking about. hey <laughs> There was a Hooters in Santa Monica for a while, and that definitely seemed like the kind of place you could buy a gun. I remember. That was like at the corner. It was yeah. right across from like the courthouse. <laughs> no, it was right across from Britannia. What a perfect... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. Oh, that's a, right. It was it was a block away from the courthouse. <laughs> what yeah. a perfect location for a Hooters. 
you celebrate the fact that you paid off that parking ticket or got out of it, and you just go to Hooters. I'm going to say something real quick. Every location is a perfect location for a Hooters. That's true. There you go. You get them fried pickles, the discourse with some disinterested 20-year-old girl that just wants you to not look at her. Those 9-11 wings. Oh, mm. give me that spicy 9-11 sauce. Sign tasty, me up. Tasty, Wait, that's a thing? Well, they're nine one one wings, but if oh, you say nine okay. eleven, the waitress will start playing That's along. what those numbers mean in that order now. Yeah. nine one one, like as in like the call nine one one, it's an emergency, has been usurped. 911 you... is the silver medal of the numbers 91 and 1. <laughs> gotcha. And I presume after you eat these wings, you just never forget. Well, well we're talking about them now. Yeah. I, you know what? Good on them. When was the last exactly. time you were at a Hooters? We're still talking about it. I miss Hooters. Oh, I super duper miss Hooters. There's not one where I'm at. Closest one is Long Beach. And there's Ooh. so much drama in the LBC. I'm not Long going Beach there. Long Beach is a Hooters. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's... Like the Long city Beach of is... Long Beach is, is just a, a Hooters. Well, I'll never forget that, that show that we did where you pull off the highway and the first thing you see is a UFC gym next to a liquor store. And I oh, was just yeah. like, oh, yeah, Long Beach. <laughs> is that the Little League baseball benefit we did? No, but that was a fucking nightmare. I was that talking was... about that one, the Unpopped show that we did. Um, oh, yeah. At, I forget what it was called, like the Gaslight or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Good but times. man, let me tell you, that Little League fucking thing, I've never had a room of people be the worst people I've ever seen. Yeah, they were a fucking nightmare. Hey, here's a thing that's new that we didn't used to do before, but now I do it because it makes it way easier for me to edit this podcast. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And we're back. Hey, what'd, hey you, what'd you two do while we were away? I watched you say, but we're not taking a break. Jeff. Oh, I ordered a boot off Amazon.com and got a gun. Very nice. Well, I'll you know from was... Amazon.com. I have an idea. Guys, hear me out and mm-hmm. let me know what you think about this. Uh-huh. Booters. Oh. oh! I right? would shop at Booters. Right. Get some wings. Mm-hmm. Get, get some, some chicken-shaped boots for your a, car. Yes, yeah. oddly a, enough, a, no parking lot. <laughs> a spicy decoy boot, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. for some fried boots. <laughs> so let's talk about a second crazy story from Texas. This comes from Dallas. A Dallas cop was disciplined for wearing cornrows. Dakari Davis, he is an officer with the DART Police Department, which I'm assuming means Dallas Area Rapid Transit. I once impressed the entire room, meaning my girlfriend, by answering a question on Jeopardy about what the Atlanta Transit System is called. MARTA, Mm -hmm. Metro Atlanta Rapid Transit Authority, and I only know that because of an Outcast song. But this isn't about me. It's about Dakari Davis and his cornrows. He started wearing his hair that way starting around 2019. And that's also when a lieutenant within his department complained, arguing that cornrows are, quote, unprofessional. I would love to see what this lieutenant looks like. Yeah. Because I have an idea. I have an idea. 
I have a feeling there's a buzz cut involved. I have a feeling there's some Oakleys. Me too, but it would also be funny if he had like a Jerry curl or something. <laughs> like he was just an old school R&B <laughs> singer looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Soul Glow. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funnier because then it wouldn't be racism like this is. Yeah, uh, clearly. Well, well, this is clearly racism. Yeah, and we've seen this happen a lot. It, the big example of this happening is often in schools. Yep, we see that a lot with natural hair. Yep, in schools, which is just like, man, if you're a white ass principal and a black kid is doing something that you don't understand, maybe back off. You don't want to be in that newspaper. Imagine being this cop. It's 2019 when this comes up. So we're well into the current wave of police killing black people and the outrage surrounding it. And imagine being that guy who decides this is the time to crack down on my fellow black officers for their hair. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And get internal affairs involved. It's like, I thought you guys were done like a whole, like a blue lives team. Yeah. And I feel like if I was being approached by a cop, I would be a little more at ease if they had cornrows as opposed to like a beer gut and a buzz cut. Yeah. Unless it's a white dude with cornrows and then all bets are off. That's yeah. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah, that, you know, is a man that killed a cop and is wearing his clothes. Yeah. If this that's, was a white dude, I'd be like, no, you're no. lieutenant. Show right. me your teeth. Show me your <laughs> meth teeth. What, you, you just vacation in the Caribbean? What's wrong with you? Yes. But uh, not the yeah. case. Every Dakari- time I see a, a white guy with dreads, sorry, I, like, I'm always just like, you were just in a meth house. <laughs> you were just there. And definitely not to bust it. And somehow, Eric mentioned this also in the notes, somehow this went all the way to internal affairs. Like he was hiding evidence room cocaine in his cornrows or something. Like, why are they involved? Yeah, I have a feeling that if I, like, IA should be looking at this in the opposite direction. Like, why does this lieutenant have this problem? Why does this lieutenant have this amount of time? Yeah, or just in general, like, hey, why are you commenting on uh, how a black guy holds his hair? What? Let me see your tattoos that you have hidden. (laughs) That's one of the surprising twists to this story is that's kind of how it ends. He did eventually cut his hair just to, you know, keep his job, but he kept complaining about it. And eventually those complaints reached Dallas County Commissioner John Wiley Price, who basically sent a letter to the department this guy worked at and was like, that exact question, basically. He was like, why are you mad about this? What? How does this affect you at all? And they rescinded the letter of reprimand that he received for wearing cornrows, and he was allowed to return to his job without any restrictions on his hair style. John Wiley Price, you know what he looks like, right? I don't. He looks the goddamn best. He is a sharp-dressed African-American gentleman. His his bow tie has on one side a picture of Malcolm X. And what what does the other side of the bow tie say, Jeff? Are you looking at the picture? I'm looking at different I'm looking I might be looking at different stuff, but he's got okay. some sharp outfits. Oh, and yeah. Also, and cornrows. And has cornrows, I was about to say, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he would have probably been the the person to go to first with this complaint. A a crisp, fresh look for this guy who is instituting fascist state violence. A very, very (laughs) dapper gentleman. God. He's still a cop. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at pictures and just one headline says, John Wiley Price corruption trial yeah oh. I, I was gonna, gonna say you know it's every girl's crazy about a well-dressed fascist <laughs> uh, womp womp sharp dressed fuck fuck you god. zz top damn yeah. it, adam's keychain where were you god i right 
Can I just go on a little mini, I don't want to call it a rant because I'm too tired for that shit. Is this going to be about cornrows? Because this could be scary. It's about just the term professional, unprofessional hair. Fuck that. (laughs) It doesn't matter as long as the job can get done. And Ah. worst case scenario, wear a hairnet if you're working with like food or something that's delicate. Yeah, that's going to be ingested and shit. I'm always a bit of two minds of that because like if I'm like a business, for example, and like somebody comes in with like like a weird, grungy, disgusting hair, I'd be like, oh, no, no, no. I have to sell stuff here. If it's clean, I don't think there's a problem. Well, yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? But like I like I'm of two minds because I'm I don't believe that people should be penalized for like having like natural hair and stuff like that. But if somebody if I'm like working at a bank and someone has like a fucking three foot pink mohawk, I'd be like, dude, it's a fucking bank, man. You can't you can't do this. Yeah, I'd be more worried about disheveled because your hair can be clean and still like, yeah, you could run a fucking comb through it or something, can't you? I would at least look at a banker with a pink mohawk as a person rather than a blank faced uniform person that's representing a faceless corporation. But that's me. I don't know. You sound like a real jerk, Eric. I'm just I'm just speaking as a person that doesn't understand why all Disney employees aren't allowed to have beards because people have beards or are hired as characters that have facial hair but aren't allowed to have their own facial hair. Yeah, some businesses are just like that. Remember George Steinbrenner when he was running the Yankees? He wouldn't let players grow beards or have long hair. Or was it just long hair? It was long hair and I don't know, there was the whole Mattingly sideburns, Mr. Burns. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bit that which is where I know most of that information from. But you know, I mean, yeah, Johnny Damon had to cut his hair to look like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like an idiot. Yeah, so just, I, I, I don't know. I think it's just dumb as fuck and it shouldn't be enforceable. And people should continue my, to speak up regardless. My my thing is a business should have some leeway in deciding how employees should present themselves. But also something like hair feels like you can't really implement that without being sort of racist. That's or yeah, just... yeah. There's there needs to be cultural sensitivity when dealing with that concept. Yeah, I think for sure. I just Keep think in mind, it's, it's I definitely said one of those hair. Things. I didn't say, yeah. you know, having like spaghetti sauce all over my clothes yeah, every no, time I, I'm going to work. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I'm just like, like I said, I'm of two minds in that there are still parts of me that are like, well, if you own a business and you want people to represent a specific thing, I get it. Also, the cops are not a business. Yeah. Um, yeah. And cops need to are they, though? <laughs> cops need to build goodwill with the community. And I think the I think the more you can send cops out into the community who look like the community, you know, that's we, probably going to make more bridges than it burns. You know what mm-hmm. we need is like the cop version of the Harlem Globetrotters, <laughs> just like a really like likable, like fun, but fucking like definitely a culturally diverse group. Unbeatable. Sh- fucking unbeatable. Yeah. Fucking using ladders and shit. Yeah, and when they put their want... gun at you, confetti shoots out, yes, all that stuff. Yes, yeah. yes, somebody pulls a gun on them and they just throw a bucket of confetti in their face. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't want a roving band of unbeatable cops touring the <laughs> <Yes>. nation. <laughs> or they all get one gun in, as a team. They have and to they toss have to, it like, around. They have to, like, to pass it around while Sweet Georgia Brown plays. And you have to figure mm-hmm. out which one of these guys is going to kill you in your sleep. That's my favorite thing to bring up when people talk about how progressive and better Canada is than the United States. They had a police shooting there that happened because they couldn't tase the guy because every cop gets a gun, but they only trust one 
per unit with the responsibility of wielding a taser. So the person who had the taser wasn't there yet. So they were like, we had to shoot him nine times. What do you want us to do? He was at Tim Hortons. Yeah. Like, how do you not reverse that and give everyone a taser and have the one gun that rolls into town to do the shooting? Yeah. Is is that like a bear thing? (laughs) I don't, I have no idea. Should I just carry bear mace? Yeah. This is kind of off topic, but have you seen there's a guy running in the California recall election who in his commercial, he's walking next to a gigantic bear. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And when I saw that commercial, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Is that even a real bear? No. I had lunch with Dave Weigel this week. Yes, that guy tours. With, he campaigns yes. with that fucking bear. I saw the video of him doing a campaign spot, and the bear was, like, sucking its own dick. <laughs> now, is the bear <laughs> going to be... Puppy. Is the bear going to be like the primary advisor or right-hand bear of this candidate? Because I might get on board. He's the flag bearer. Uh, (laughs) And also that's two things because he's on the flag. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if that guy wins, that bear gets to be on the flag. We have to update the flag. Is there a lot of salmon-based promises on his platform? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A A fish in every every garage. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about this next story this is i know i'm stretching the definition of local news but unless you live in new york and are a hockey fan you don't know shit about what's going on with the new york rangers let's be honest i certainly do not i have this in the notes i constantly find myself asking is it hockey season and every time it is no matter what time of year it is Whenever that thought pops in my head, yep, it's hockey season. Are you willing it into existence? That's my next question. I might be. Periodic reminder that hockey is by far the best sport to go to. Oh, yeah. Go to? to I would agree, yeah. Like hockey is, watching hockey live is arguably the most enjoyable sporting experience. Yeah, I just can't watch it on TV. It's like the reverse of football. I hate watching football in person, but I love watching it on TV. It's the worst. Yeah, watching you football need in person, you're just like, oh, so it's cold, and I would have been much happier watching this at home. Yeah, you need replays and announcers for football, baseball, basketball, hockey. Those are all fun to watch in person. Yeah, football's so fucking boring to watch too because of all the downtime. Where you're like, man, I sure could use a commercial right now. Yeah, all the yeah. downtime, and if you're in nosebleed seats like I am, it just looks like two math equations just smashing against each other every <laughs> yeah, it's 10 like some, seconds. It's like a game of Hungry Hungry Hippos. Yeah. yeah. You're just like, I don't know what's happening. I'd hockey rather there is, be hippos, though. But that hockey, would at least be colorful and fun. The, the thing yeah. is, is hockey is like, no matter where you are in the arena, hockey looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I went to an LA Kings playoff game a couple years ago, and man, that was fun. Oh, they're like, great. They, they gave out these like uh, pins, not really pins, though. They were these light up things that you attached to your chest. It had like an adhesive thing. And they just weren't lighting up at all like it was it just looked like it had the potential to glow in the dark or something adam that was a heart monitor you know should see a no. doctor at halftime everyone's lit up and it did this like light show all around the arena it was the coolest fucking thing i loved oh, it so much fuck yeah so yeah. right before hockey stopped i had these fucking dope tickets ready to go to see the bruins play the kings for someone's birthday shout out to the all the kings men podcast for hooking that up and i can't wait to get back to the kings yeah i need i, I need to go to a kings game again anyway speaking of hockey The New York Rangers just had one of the wildest 72 hours in sports. 
the first thing that happened, it started with a game Monday last week when one of their stars, Artemi Panarin, was injured in a fight with Washington Capitals player Tom Wilson. And despite being so injured he couldn't finish the season, the NHL only fined Wilson for a hit on a different player, which, one, prompted the New York Rangers to issue a team statement calling the head of NHL player safety unfit to remain in his job. So that cost him $250,000. That's worth it, though. That's a drop in the bucket for versus what you're actually saying, which is that George Peros is unfit to remain in his job. And they're correct. But this is also one of those situations, too, where we get to have the discussion on hockey fights. Yeah, it's which, boy, are we in which, a second here, which is are we pro or are we against this one? I was pro, but yeah. in general, I'm against. I feel like hockey doesn't need it. I'm pro. And one of the things is, did you see the documentary about hockey fights? Yeah. Uh, no, but the, I want to. It's fantastic. It's really great. And one of the things they said, which I found very interesting, is hockey's self-regulation works better than when they removed that and they had just penalties. People were getting injured so much worse mm. because there was no there was no repercussion. And yeah. so like when I think because they did a thing where they removed the fighting or whatever and the injuries skyrocketed you're right they had a definitely had a point because it wasn't just that this guy got injured he was down on the ice and tom wilson punched him in the back of the head tom wilson's an enforcer by the way like that's his job and that's a crime in the real world yeah that's a big big crime that is physical assault so the team was mad about that and they issued that statement they get fined two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and then this beautiful glorious game happens on wednesday night there were 141 total penalty minutes in a game that lasts 60 minutes so there were twice as many penalty minutes as game minutes a lot of fighting majors as we're gonna find out (laughs) and this we'll link to it so people can see you have to see it to understand how fucking magic it is. But the way a hockey game starts is the teams line up facing each other and the ref drops the puck. Kind of like the tip-off in basketball, but instead of throwing it up, you drop it down. And in this case... Better for white men to be able to to do that instead (laughs) of the jumping, yeah. And the ref drops the puck and instead of anyone going for it at all, they just drop their sticks and start fighting. That is, that's, that's, if you've never seen Slapshot, that's literally a scene from Slapshot. Yeah, it is intense. There were like, five fights in the first six minutes. I fucking love that. I love that so much. Because this was the same team that Tom Wilson played for. Yeah. And they had just gone through all this turmoil with that game and getting fined. So now they're like, fuck it. We are fighting tonight. And don't forget that right before that, too, there was some office shuffling, too. Oh, that's right. In between all this, the New York Rangers fired team president John Davidson and general manager Jeff Gordon, who is apparently only good at racing. Ah, I get it. That was actually a Nelly reference, if anyone didn't pick up on it. (laughs) Also, James Dolan owns the New York Rangers. He also owns the Knicks. People hate him. Yeah, well, why wouldn't you hate the owner of the Knicks if you're a Knicks fan? Yeah, like the owner of the Knicks who did not apologize when Spike Lee got kicked out of a game by security. You can't. Spike Lee has been keeping the Knicks financially afloat since the early 90s. I think he paid a good chunk of Patrick Ewing his paycheck. He's the reason you have Julian Randle right now. He's the unofficial owner of the Knicks, if you really think about it. He's the owner of the the seats. 
Yeah. They kicked I mean? Charles Oakley out too. Which... I love the Reggie Miller when he talked about the reason that he fucking devastated the Knicks in that one game, the famous game, is because Spike Lee wouldn't shut up. Yeah. So he was like, I'm going to kill your team and it's because of you. Yeah, the Reggie Miller 30 for 30 is one of the more entertaining ones out there. It's so good. Because he really did. If you've never seen that game where he scores, was it eight points in nine seconds? It's something like that. It's pretty nuts, yeah. Yeah, he hits a three-pointer, steals the inbounds pass, backs up so he's behind the three-point line again, hits another three-pointer, and then I think he does that exact same thing, but it's a two-point shot the next time it is one of the yeah. most amazing nine seconds in sports yeah, it, it's eight points in 8.9 seconds that's crazy i don't think anything could be more humiliating like that that eight seconds should be a poster but also what's crazy is jeff doesn't even like sports wow how this could you true. do that because it turns out that's actually adam that they? doesn't so yeah so we're talking about this where the fucking rangers they get their guy taken out by a shitty move nobody does anything in the nhl front offices so they they say something about them and they get fined a quarter of a million dollars they fire their team president and their general manager and then the next day they have that fight where they beat the living christ out of each other (laughs) sign me if i was a rangers fan that i would have been like i can't sleep yeah it really makes me reconsider my hockey is boring stance that's a fun 72 hours right there. It really, it's, it's that's a roller nuts. Co- and that at least watch the clips that we link to people. If you know, cause I watched a little bit of the first period they call them in hockey and it is a barn burner. I can't These motherfuckers wait. fight all night. I can't yeah. wait until five years from now when this turns into a 30 for 30 story. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, let Ron Artest punch one person, one person in the stands and everyone's up in arms. <laughs> I mean, that was a Street Fighter 2 kind of punch. It really he was. Sl- he slid while he gave that punch. Like, was he the one who slid? He like Because I, I like know someone does a baseball slide. <laughs> like he's like gliding towards a dude to punch him. When I watched that, I was like, this is a fucking video game. We need to do a, a sports pod about the malice at the palace. <laughs> Let me tell you, that fucking, between the malice of the palace and fucking Metal World Peace choking out everybody that gets in his way, <laughs> just give me it. It's great. God, oh, I love it. Hey, we're going to take another break, and then we'll be right Hi, we're two non-doctors. I'm Liz Mealy. I'm Maria Shahada. We have a podcast. I don't know how we got it. Well, we're comedians. We stopped getting actual stage time, so we turned to the internet. We Um, have a lot of questions about health. We talk about what we want to know more about, and then we ask our fans to tell us if we're right. And we're very rarely right. We're never right. We've been learning a lot through Google. Our first episode is about Maria having misophonia, to me discussing dyslexia, stuff that people feel like they know a little bit about and want to know more about, to us discovering stuff neither of us knew much about like asmr my mom's on the show my mom is a veterinarian i'm pretty sure she's gonna replace us at some point we are on the unpops network they saw our potential and was like we think someday you guys will actually have value (laughs) which is an unpopular opinion (laughs) two non-doctors don't Don't listen listen to us (laughs) seriously guys we don't know what we're talking about hey we're back from our break just like i promised is everyone on this podcast vaxxed oh yeah halfway I get my second shot on Tuesday. I will tell you this. I am finding out that a lot of these vax sites are going to start closing because people just aren't fucking getting vaccinated. Yeah. And part of the reason why is our next story. It happened in Clements, California. Anyone ever been? 
Anyone? No. Clements? Can't say I have. Me either. Todd Anderson, of course, that's this guy's name, <laughs> owner of the Old Corner Saloon in Clements, California, was arrested after authorities received a tip that he was selling fake COVID vaccination cards. Oh, Todd. Why? Just Ugh. go get the fucking, like... These freedom fuckers are... Yeah. I can't stand it. Like, I I hate when people say we're not supposed to say this, but, like, I hope they get sick and die. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's one thing. If, if you're going to object to getting the vaccine, then you're going to have to withhold from doing some stuff. Yeah. And especially... Like right now, people can lean on the, well, it's just like emergency approved. It's not FDA approved. That's coming really soon. And once these vaccines are FDA approved, that changes everything. Like your employer can demand that you get this vaccine. Look, man. Places can demand you have it before you travel. We had to have, I don't understand the the people that are like, well, how can we do that? How can they make regulations? Like, motherfucker, we couldn't go to school without an MMR vaccine. You can't travel yeah. to other countries without getting vaccines. Like, that's just how this fucking works, man. Like, you're a part of society. We've learned how to do shit. Why all of a sudden? It's the fact that they think they're smart. That is so fucking frustrating. I can understand if somebody's like, no, I'm a dumb, selfish motherfucker, and that's why I don't want to do it. I'd be like, hey, at least you know who you are. But they're like, just asking questions. It's like, no, you're not, because you've never received an answer that you've understood. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like, if you're going to take that route, I mean, more power to you, but you don't get to do shit like this. Like, you don't, like, so you have to accept that not being vaccinated is going to limit your ability to move around yeah. for a while. You can either be a part of society or not. And I, you, you can't, there are no half measures when it comes I was to shit like this. Genuinely surprised that this wasn't a Tin Horn Flats story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you wrote California Bar Owner Arrested, I was like, oh, this is a, another Tin Horn Flats story. Yeah. And of course, as Adam pointed out, of course, it's a Todd Anderson of Old Corner Saloon, like the the whitest of white <laughs> everything. The name of the place, the name of the per the surname, the first, all of it. White people all are the only ones that are refusing to get the vaccine, but also forging the cards. Yeah, right. Right. I know lots of people are refusing the vaccine, but white people are the only ones that are like, but I still want to get everybody sick. Exactly. Yeah, this yeah. this is a very because I mean people talk about oh black people are refusing to get the vaccine. The biggest demographic refusing it is Republicans. Yeah. And they're the ones pulling shit like this. Like there are healthcare workers who are like, "Man, I'm just going to wait. Like I I just want to wait until it's approved." And it's like, "All right, but again, don't go to Todd Anderson's old corner saloon and buy a fucking fake vaccine card." Yeah. That's insane. Stay the fuck home. Keep doing the quarantine shit. Do if that's really like if you're going to be the smartest of the stupid, at least do that shit. Do we know, know what the fine is like? This fine should be mega. This should be well, like a crazy fine. I don't remember what the exact punishment is, but whatever it is will probably lead to him losing his liquor license. Which, I, I hope at the very least he, he that's, leaves. His, that's and, a pretty big fine for a bar. Yeah, it'll be one of those things where they have to close and reopen under a different name, right? Yeah. As a reminder, too, for those of you that are vaccinated, you can go to Office Max or Office Depot and get a copy of your card made and laminated for free. And if I may add, do not laminate your original fucking card. I did. The original? Yeah. Because you have to get a booster. Well, then I will make a copy and take that. Oh, okay. So... But d definitely don't, for other people, don't laminate your original card. Yeah, that's the thing that kind of drives me nuts is about 
this and social security cards is why make it on fucking paper? Because it's the easiest thing to just forge and make stuff. Why why not just obviously if someone really, really wants to make a fake one, they can make a fake plastic card, Please. but at no. least make it harder. It's uh, yeah. I thought we were know, doing a radiohead thing for a second. <laughs> what, it's a radiohead what? reference, Eric. Ah, okay. Fake plastic trees from the Clueless soundtrack. You see, okay, that's your that's your reference point for that song. It's important to the song Clueless. What do you want from me? It's more than what I know because I didn't even know I was making a Radiohead reference, and I never even heard of that Radiohead song because I don't even like Radiohead, which is my new podcast. Oh, look at this guy! For people that don't even like Radiohead, let me cash in some cool points for Eric here. I think part of the reason this guy got caught is he was selling these cards for $20. Like, you got to sell these to rich people. They know a thing or two about discretion. Yeah. They're out there buying kids for adrenochrome on the black market. Of course, they're going to keep their mouth shut about their fake COVID vaccine card. Even Tin Horn Flats, when they are, you know, hooking out their bartenders, they're not like, it's (laughs) only a rumor. (laughs) I'm sorry. I mean... The rumors are abound. I, I heard about their anti-vax things. I was unaware that they, you could also... This was back when we were when Adam and I were going. Oh. We should write a movie about Tin Horn Flats. They served, they served more than hamburgers at this place. That seems to have been the prevailing theory among the Burbank locals. I see. Yeah. Do, do they have a special code? Yeah. Is there a, a secret menu staff. is what I'm asking. I think we'll have to find out. <laughs> I don't need to. Thanks. You get it? Because right. it's closed down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, don't buy fake COVID cards from bar owners in Central California. He was also found uh, with a loaded, unlicensed firearm. Should have moved to Texas. He should have Joe Rogan. That. Yeah. 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 You don't have to get the vaccine and you can carry your gun around in Texas. You'll be fine. Here's another sports story. This one will be quick. And again, I know not super duper local news, but I don't know if Oakland A's injury reports are reaching the national level if you're not a sports fan. But uh, the New York Rangers of baseball, <laughs> <laughs> the Oakland A's surprisingly are very good this year and have been for the past few years. And I did not realize that. But they have a pitcher named Jesus Lazardo. He is out indefinitely after breaking a finger playing video games. I got to be honest, man. If you are a millionaire because of your hands, you shouldn't be doing shit with your hands that isn't pitching in your off time. I don't give a fuck about, oh, it's my free time. Shut the fuck up. You are rich because of your hands. You should put them in fucking gauntlets when you get home and protect the shit out of them. Yeah, I was going to say, just wear boxing gloves everywhere you go. He claims he didn't break his finger angrily slamming his hand into a table bullshit we believe it no i just want to know what game he was playing he won't say he has oh man was pete rose baseball betting simulator like why (laughs) won't he say i don't know i want the origins to be one of two things either he couldn't get the right shot on pokemon snap or some Mm. edgelord that's 13 years old like kicked his ass online at Fortnite or something and he just lost it it always blows my mind like to think well what if he was playing like mlb the show because there's like nba players love playing nba 2k21 and i cannot like i wouldn't end this recording and then go sit in front of my tv and play a podcasting video game like i need a break from that yeah i can't imagine wanting to go play a basketball video game after playing actual basketball yeah for me the even thing is like watching a sport if i'm playing it i'm always like ah this isn't fun for me 
Yeah. Yeah. No, this is work. Like, think, everyone thinks that I like follow boxing like really closely. And I'm like, no. No one no, does I, anymore. I just, I just like the only time anybody cares about boxing is when something happens that boxing purists say is ruining boxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they're like, when oh, it's like who's a- fighting whom? Mayweather and, and Jake Paul are fighting. It's like, yeah, it's, it's <sighs> a fight people actually want to watch. Sorry. Are we going to watch that? Because I want to see Floyd Mayweather kill someone in the ring. And that's the someone. He won't do it. He's not going to. <laughs> not when you can make $150 million on a rematch. Yep. Floyd yeah. Mayweather is the smartest piece of shit in boxing. He sure is. He's a boxer, not a fighter. And that's fine in terms of like his profession. It, yep. He's the best at it for but that reason. We also the... need to stop pretending that Jake Paul sucks at this. Well, he's I not think a professional. Before, I think before we stop pretending that he has to fight an actual fighter. Fighter. Yeah, but I mean, he's mm-hmm. it's not not working hard and doing things and he's taking yeah. fights that people want to pay him. Like, here's the thing it's like if you can make a hundred million dollars doing one fight or you can make eight thousand dollars doing like a real fucking whatever, like which obviously, you know, which one you'd take. Like yeah. this kid's a yeah. fucking no, he's that, in the that's not the thing. It's yeah. just he is actually getting all this credit for, oh, he's putting in the work. And but like Conor McGregor put in a whole bunch of work and got fucking stomped oh, by no. Floyd Mayweather. Oh, so it's So mm. if someone like Conor McGregor has that kind of showing against Floyd May cuz I have no doubt Conor McGregor would beat the shit out of Jake Paul in a UFC fight or in a boxing match cuz I don't know Either if one. he would be, I don't know if he would do it in a boxing match because when you're well, a UFC in a box but Jake Paul doesn't really box. He's a UFC guy. I thought right? he was a box No, I thought he was a boxer. No. I, th- I thought he dabbled in UFC Even, and transitioned to boxing. Because, like, I, I mean, well, Conor just, McGregor's a striker, though. I feel like he could probably I take I mean, yeah, him. but the hours spent training in each thing are, are vastly different. Like, mm. when you're a UFC person, you have to put all of your eggs in very different baskets a lot. And but when what if Conor McGregor brought a gun? It's legal <laughs> in Texas. It seems like... Mind where's the, blown. Where's the fight taking place? That's my question. NRA headquarters. Oh, well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Easy win. It? Is it Logan Paul that's doing the fight? Is that I don't even I, know these guys. Yeah, I can't I don't be know bothered. Which one. I don't know. I know that there's one that I like, and he's not one of those two we talked about. I think the one that is less of a problem was at WrestleMania this past year, and he took a stunner like a champ. So good, good on him. At I like least the for one. That for, I like the one from Breaking Bad. Hmm? <laughs> that's Aaron. Yeah. Oh, Aaron Paul. Yeah. Aaron Paul he's is the, probably the best Paul. He's, he's the, best the oldest of, that, of the Paul brothers. Of that family, yeah. 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 Isn't it wild that they're all related though? Are they really? Are they? Yeah. 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 What? Those are his siblings. I thought you were doing a bit. I'm like ninety nine percent sure. Oh, this is fascinating. I had uh-huh. no idea if that's actually true. Yeah, I've I've gotten into watching UFC a little bit recently. And I watched the last pay per view where one of the wildest injuries in sports of all time happened. And uh, Jake Paul was at that, and the fans just kept shouting, fuck Jake Paul, like they would break into fuck Jake Paul chants. Very fun. They're not related. I was was misinformed. (laughs) I apologize. Okay. Wouldn't that have been bananas? I'm going to edit yes, this, this part yes, out. it would have been bananas, Jeff. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what? Just get rid of it. No, you're fine. I blew it. This reminds me of that Tom Segura bit where his dad was telling people Tommy Lee Jones was gay for 15 years. Uh-huh. And eventually a friend of his is like, how do you know? Did your dad fuck him? Great. Jeff, at least know that it sounded convincing enough for to oh, be I mean, true. That's the, if there's one thing that you know about me, it's that I can be convincing of bullshit. 
Amen. Amen. Oh. All right. Let's talk about this next story. I feel like everyone's heard about this one by now. Speaking of bullshit. Yeah, I'm bringing it up because I got some questions. This kid in Brooklyn, four years old, somehow managed to go on his mom's Amazon account and buy $2,600 worth of SpongeBob popsicles on Amazon. And here's what bothers me about the story. No one is saying how that happened. I know it's very easy to doubt, but what I will say, Adam, and this is something that you're going to be very connected with, is do you remember when G.I. Joe sold that soldier that you could make on his own? You could yep. like write all the information of and what he worked in and stuff, and you had to mail in a check and some flag points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My friend, when he was four years old, forged a check <laughs> from his parents in pencil, sent it in, and got that toy. So That is crazy. He is a four-year-old that managed to, through the snail mail, take care of all that information. Did another four-year-old open it? Can you imagine the balls to have that work? Yeah. So in that regard, is, I mean, he might have been five yeah. at the time, but it couldn't have been any later than that because he was a year younger than I am. So like in that regard, this shit can happen. But in that case, when he sent that off, G.I. Joe wasn't going to fire off an immediate email I to his mom and be like, about to say, hey, we're about to ship your package. Sure. Like, but he also had to like break into the checkbook. And no, take- no, that's not that's not my point, though. I'm saying. In this case, this woman would have gotten some notification that this happened. Yeah. Whereas with what you're talking about, the notification comes in the form of that toy showing up in the mail four to six weeks later. I mean, she might not have checked her email in the 24 hours that it took for it to arrive. That's the other thing, too, Mm -hmm. is sometimes I don't get emails for a day. I think they they arrived this fast. Like, did... Can you Amazon Prime $2,600 worth of popsicles? I feel like... If you can Amazon Prime $10 worth of popsicles, why not $2,600? If I may, I think it's bullshit for an entirely different reason, which is I don't think four-year-olds give a fuck about SpongeBob SquarePants. Mm, I don't know about that. It's I still, on, it's right, still do, on TV, do you know, man. If, if you know people with children, why not Paw Patrol? Why a cartoon that's over 20 years old? Well, okay, a couple of things. Number one, we're all Mm. men in our late 30s to early 40s without six-year-olds or four-year-olds. Yes, but but I have have nieces and nephews. But SpongeBob is a timeless show that is still being made and still being massively consumed, especially when younger parents who grew up on SpongeBob now have kids and they can say, watch the show that I watched as a kid. Which yes, is because in SpongeBob also still sort of appeals to adults. Right, which is why I, I think that the mom did all this and is fine. <laughs> it's also one of those things where it's just like how even when we were kids and we were like Mickey Mouse, but nothing had Mickey Mouse in it. Yeah. Remember like everything was Mickey Mouse and it was like, when was the last time we saw Mickey Mouse in a fucking movie? Did you go out of your way to, to purchase Mickey Mouse things as opposed yeah. to getting Mickey Mouse things bestowed fuck, upon you? Fuck yeah, dude. Get like Mickey Mouse popsicles and stuff at the store. Yeah. Oh, that's hell yeah. More, that's more of a popsicle thing than a Mickey Mouse thing. I had a Mickey Mouse watch that played It's a Small World if you hit a button. It was very fun. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's Mickey was a thing. Even if we didn't see him in movies and shit, we still fucking... America Not saying still Mickey isn't a thing. I'm just saying Mickey is a thing that was bestowed upon me. It wasn't something I actively sought out. Sure, but then eventually it soaks into you and then you go for it. 
Anyway. Sorry, my dog is just back from the mm. groomer. Puppy, oh. you're very pretty. I don't know. I think mom is like, what do kids like? Oh, SpongeBob. I'm going to create a crazy viral. I'm going to buy all these popsicles because I'm insane. The, the, and, the then, one thing, and then do a GoFundMe and the double one, the money. The one thing that does lead me to believe this could be real is this would be such an elaborate and clever scam to pull in terms of setting up a GoFundMe. It would be very smart because you're not like exploiting, oh, my kid has cancer. Like it's not one of those things where you're just lying about some tragedy. It's just, it's like a minor inconsequential thing. And they're like, the family's out this money. That's the other part. I don't know if either of you have ever dealt with Amazon customer service, but they send so much shit out. Yeah. If you email them and you're like, hey, I got two of these on accident, they're going to be like, fucking keep it. Yep. I once, actually, it was the, I think the Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor fight. I had rented it on Amazon and there was some kind of glitch where it started like five minutes late. And I fired off an email and was like, hey, I was watching this for work. I had to go pay for it somewhere else so I could start it on time. And they just immediately gave my money back. Yep. So I. I'd like to see the correspondence between her and Amazon. I mean, maybe Amazon will come out and substantiate the story, but it just, it seems out of character for them on the customer service side. They're exploitative monsters in every other way, but on the customer service side, not so much. Yeah, that's because they really want to like distract you from the other stuff. They're like, see, we're nice to you if you buy our shit. Every awful organization does that. But but Amazon is also so big that they can't be bothered to the point. It's like, it's fuck you, go away money is all it is. Right now, Old Spice (laughs) is wrapped up in this class action lawsuit because their deodorant is giving people chemical burns. Like it's what it fucked me up. Oh, shit. And the thing that seems to be holding up this lawsuit is they're kind of trying to decide if they should pull these products or if the amount of people getting hurt is low enough that they can justify just paying out those settlements it's, each time. It's the Fight Club narrator story. That member in Fight Club where he's explaining specifically what he does for um, car companies. And it's that. Mm-hmm. Is it oh, worth yeah. it to do a recall versus just paying people for their horrible deaths? Or Peloton, which did yeah. finally recall those treadmills that were eating kids. But at first they were like, come on, watch this video, see how it sucks your kid under and just don't do that. But they did finally recall those, which, man, that's a hefty recall. A bunch Ooh. of $7,000 treadmills getting shipped The other bashes. part about that is like, if they're like, well, if you're a fucking idiot kid, I don't know, man. What was happening the way, to him? When I saw the video of what happened with the Peloton, the obvious fix seems to be to put one of those flaps like they have at the back of a lawnmower so you don't get your shins destroyed by rocks. Just put one of those back there and then the kid can't get under there. Yeah, that's definitely one of those situations where, too, where they're just like, my kid's an idiot and decided to be exploring under the fucking Peloton. And it's like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Maybe be a fucking parent and unplug that shit when you're not using it. Yeah. Keep your kid out of the home gym. I know that it's not it's not like a fucking you bought it at the broken glass factory and all of a sudden it became, (laughs) you know, oh, it's dangerous for my kid. I didn't know broken glass would be dangerous. But like, yeah, it's a fucking treadmill. By the way, what a terrible product. If you got a toddler, unplug the fucking treadmill when you're not using it. Yeah. Eric, what do you mean terrible product? Oh, broken broken glass. glass. It's horrible. Oh, yeah. You shouldn't buy it. I don't know why that company exists. Well, you know, back in the streets of New York, it was broken glass everywhere. People pissing on the streets and men, they just don't care. So, Eric, name that tune. (laughs) I don't know. I'm sure it sounds like the Sugar Hill Gang based solely off of what 
the Jeff's I, cadence. But I mean, <laughs> it's a very late '70s, early '80s cadence of hip hop. Fair enough. Yeah, I can't tell you. You're so close to the edge. Uh, who is it? It's Grandmaster Flash. It's the, the message. Five, the oh, okay. Message. Don't push me. I'm just I'm bad at trying. lyrics anyway because Not I don't even like Grandmaster yeah. Flash, which is another black. podcast yeah. of mine. As featured in the remix of Ice Cube's Check Yourself. You know what the original beat was? What's that? Shoop by Salt and Peppa. Ooh, I think that's so why bad. they remixed it because those songs came out around the same time and had the exact. And actually, the version of Check Yourself with. The Shoop sample might actually be better. It's very fun. I, I will say that Ice Cube had some interesting things that are bad for your health in that song. Bleep. Ice Cube is the nation's preeminent bigot, and he doesn't apologize for it. He barely gets called out for it. But Ice Cube has some abhorrently racist and anti-Semitic shit in his background, and he's still getting Are We There Yet movies. I have a theory, but this isn't the podcast where I get into it. <laughs> But let's talk about this last story. A cult leader was found mummified and wrapped in Christmas lights in a Colorado home. And I'll answer the obvious question right off the bat. Yes, those Christmas lights were plugged in. Oh, yeah, it wasn't just like, oh, we don't have rope. We better use these Christmas lights. <laughs> now, she was decorated like a shrine. Can we just say that I'm very happy that we have a female cult leader yeah yeah because that is progressive it, you know girl power because for all of the david koresh's and jim Joneses that we get these guys that are being sort of like creeps and weird and you know sexually aggressive and and all this stuff and instead we just get a nice lady with a nice yeah. love has won it doesn't sound it sound like a cult it sounds like a t-shirt company yeah love really has, has won it's something a Instagram influencer would stand in front of if it was spray painted on a wall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with it's, those angels' wings and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The woman's name was Amy Carlson. I do know an Amy Carlson. I should check in and Same. make sure it's not her. And seven people are facing charges. They're all suspected of being tied to this Love is One cult. And they're facing charges after Amy Carlson was found dead in the home in the tiny rural town of Moffat, Colorado, hmm. which. You probably don't see a story like this coming if you're living in Moffat, but here we are. <laughs> It'd be funny if it, Moffat was just all cults. It, yeah, it's just like a, be. A, a whole town of cults. There is a documentary about the son of Sam on Netflix right now. I'm and excited man, to do watch they seem it, yeah. man do they make Minot, North Dakota, seem like one of the creepiest places on earth? Like a lot of weird shit happened there in the '80s. And at one point, the people investigating this go out there. And they're like, I feel like we're just being watched. I think we're being watched all the time. It's crazy. So Moffat, Colorado, remains were found in a back bedroom, lying on a bed wrapped in a sleeping bag with glitter makeup around her eyes and decorated with Christmas lights. The body appeared to be set up in some sort of shrine, according to the arrest uh, warrant. This is the most like discount shrine I've ever heard. Because you think they just wrap gold chains or, you know, you think of the... <laughs> <laughs> ancient Egyptian pharaohs that were worshipped like gods and they get buried with all this jewelry, all this other alms, all these classy things. But no, we're just going to go to the, the Walmart. Moffitt, it's the Moffat, Colorado version of an Egyptian yeah. shrine. Yeah. Do you think they blinked? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Is I know that people are like, I know they're all facing charges, but like part of me is like, why? What's so yeah, bad it about seems this? Like, this? seems pretty this nice. This is probably this what is... this woman would have wanted. It's what I want now. Yeah. Do you yeah, think that they just misinterpreted will? shrine as shine? And they were like, all right, get some glitter on this bitch. We're going to wrap <laughs> her up in some shiny lights. 
<laughs> you know what? Let's have a good time with it. At least they kept her in a sleeping bag to keep it all together. Yeah, if your yeah. shrine is reliant on Coleman camping goods, then I don't know. Maybe your maybe your cult isn't as strong as you thought it was. Hey, don't don't diss Coleman products. They last through wear and tear and and everything. And They'll the outlast the corpse. Yeah, that's why people bury them. Would yeah. you use that sleeping bag afterwards? Someone gave you a free sleeping bag. They're like, but real quick, there I'm was a, the mummified corpse of a cult leader. I, I would not, but I'm a big Christmas lights guy. I'm an I might take those Christmas lights off their hands. I'm a currently unemployed millennial. The best burial I have is in a Coleman sleeping bag. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Like, I've always been a cremate me kind of guy. Yeah. But after hearing this, if someone wants to Discount mummify Colorado me and wrap shrine, me yeah. in Christmas lights and prop me up in the corner of your living room, I'm down. I mean, I wouldn't mind being a conversation piece. Why? What yeah. is that over there? Well, uh, it's a funny story. At least for a couple days. Yeah. You know, like, how long was this going on? If this was, like, several months, I'd be like, all right, we need to step in. But if it was just like, oh, it's just a couple days, and then we're going to call the coroner. Like, that's a totally different thing. What's weird is, if you read into the details of the story, the guy's house, he just offered these seven people like he opened his house to let them stay there out of the kindness of his heart and then he leaves to like run an errand or something and comes back and now there's a mummified cult leader shrine in one of his bedrooms and he was like all right well me and my kid are getting out of here and they were like you can go but you have to leave the kid and somehow he left the kid but did go directly to the police department and was like hey a cult has taken over my home and they won't let me have my child back (laughs) And then the police just showed up and arrested it. Like, how did they think this was going to work? Like, you at least got to kill the guy when he comes back if you don't want him to go to the police. Yeah. I would just Or like, at least let him take his kid. I would yeah. just like to remind you guys that Amy Carlson from the Love Has One cult has indeed appeared on one of Eric's former employer's shows. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm going to have to look this up. Last year, last year, <laughs> she appeared on the popular Dr. Phil. Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> this this delights and in no way surprises me. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Fuck. Oh. So I think that's our episode, unless we have any final thoughts on mummified cult leaders wrapped in Christmas lights. Yeah, it's why name not? name my next comedy album. Uh, why not do that to Dr. Phil? Also, as a reminder, they believe that she may have died by ingesting colloidal silver, which we have talked about on the show several <laughs> times. Oh, hell She's selling yeah. it as a cure for COVID-19. That seems to be the thing. The affidavits reveal that the body had been placed in a shrine and appeared to be missing its eyes. Oh! Body was mummified, wrapped in a sleeping bag, decorated with Christmas lights, and found after authorities received a tip from the man that was unknown if he was a member of the cult. Was she blue? Because I know that colloidal silver turns people blue. Her son, Cole, was like, she's been taking, quote, a huge amounts of colloidal <laughs> silver. God. How is that still happening? He said... Uh, Co- How is her this son, still happening? So Cole <laughs> hopes Carlson's death signals the end for the cult. He said, this is her own son. It's not a great thing, but hopefully this brings an end to the love has won debacle. I hope the damage starts now. Or st- yeah, they, the there is a, a line... In this story about how this cult is brainwashing people and stealing money, like all across the country, as if that's what cults do. Cults improve lives. Cults help people overcome the obstacles in their lives. Cults assassinate people on behalf of the American government. That's all. Yeah. Steal money. They don't steal money. 
Although I, I don't see much traction for the love has one cult now that their God's dead. Yeah. At least with other religions, their God rises back. I don't think Amy Carlson has that ability. Yeah, it we seems like know. death has one. Colloidal silver has Colloidal one. Colloidal silver, yeah. yeah. What if that's what killed Christ? <laughs> that would be funny. He was... Just hammered just, up to the cross and co- where, with colloidal silver nails. Just heavy with <laughs> colloidal silver. Maybe he was a werewolf. We don't know about a, that. Yeah. You know what? So Jesus can be a lot of things. <laughs> so that's that's our episode. Mm-hmm. What do we have to plug before we get out of here? For me, patreon.com slash unpops, unpopsnetwork.supercast.tech. We're going to be changing the, the levels around a little bit, streamlining things. So be on the lookout for that. And I'm also starting a sub stack soon, so you can pay me to write. It's going to be called Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Friends. Look out for that. Finally. Eric, what do you got to plug? Yeah, just uh, I have nothing really going on because everything that I'm involved with is still dealing with the backwash of COVID bullshit. So... You could just follow me on Twitter at Eric W. Barnes to just see if anything that I do is resurrected or if new shit is happening. And that'll be fun. And please follow at WrestlingPW on Twitter and Wrestling Pro Wrestling because I do play-by-play commentary for that group. And hopefully, eventually, we'll get some shows back on. But in the meantime, look them up on YouTube. We got full shows there if you have a spare two and a half hours or watch them in parts i'm not your father you a can delightful do what you want. live event to attend as i can attest to as i have gone to several wrestling pro wrestling events and they are absolutely fantastic so definitely check those out thank you jeff didn't mean to interrupt your promo but i just really wanted to hype you up thank you i love i love a plug that starts with i don't have anything to plug and then ends with a plug it's 11 i've, <laughs> I've had like five hours of sleep so <laughs> buckle up that's not oh okay well for me you can can check out jeff has cool friends available on my patreon patreon.com slash jeff may for the uncensored unedited early versions of the episode and then a week later they are available censored and for free wherever podcasts are found t public slash user slash jeff may i've got new shirts and stuff coming up soon so you're gonna want to check those out of course tom and jeff watch batman is available on the gamefully unemployed patreon and you don't even like sports a sports podcast for people who don't like sports is available with like my Jeff. co-host Adam Todd Brown who does not like sports. Jeff does not like sports. That's true. No, Adam doesn't. Adam does not like sports. So that's do, that. Do either of you two like Radiohead? Yeah, yeah. I fuck with Radiohead. Yeah, Radiohead's great. Oh, fuck. Can't have you on my podcast. <laughs> you don't even like Radiohead. I know. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Eric, say goodbye. Later. Jeff, say goodbye. You get the dead by silver, blue ass Amy Carlson, mummified corpse, eyeless rookie card, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Give me a 10. Oh.